The following is a Logan Agency production. I assure you that hell is not a myth. We both vacation. Hell is not a myth. Well, hello, everybody. I am back. My name is Brian Kern. I am your host of the Common Chaos Podcast, and we are in this one more time. Uh, second week in a row where I've had consistent episodes. I told you guys, wasn't fucking around. Um, excited to be back. Um, it is July 21st, 2019. Yesterday was the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Uh, probably one of the more pivotal moments in uh, human history, if not one of the most pivotal moments. Um, yeah, 50 years ago, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and the gang set foot on the moon. Uh, one small step for mankind, one giant leap, or one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, the space race officially came to an, to an end, and it was won by the good old United States. A short uh, 17 days after the 4th of July, after Independence Day, so... Um, obviously, it wasn't alive back then, but it was watched by over 500 million people worldwide. Um, and it was, without a doubt, history-making uh, for not just the United States, but for the world over. First time getting out into space, uh, getting onto an alien planet. Um, and with all this Area 51 raid talk, I mean, it's probably one of the more... Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably one of the more intense moments um, for all those alien lovers out there. Uh, and speaking of the raid, we are definitely going to do an episode about it. Um, I know that a lot of people have uh, personally reached out to me and have advised me not to go to Area 51 on September 20th, but it's my fucking birthday. I feel like I kind of have to. I feel like I got to be there and celebrate in fashion, so uh, we'll see. But um, but yeah, 50 anniver- 50th anniversary for uh, landing on the moon. It's also the 50th anniversary of the New York Mets taking their first World Series victory. 1969 they did that as well uh so shout out to the new york mets i'm not a mets fan so uh they can go fuck themselves but hey it's all good i'm kidding i'm kidding um yeah and i and i say it's the uh 50th anniversary of the moon landing if you do believe in that kind of thing because i know a lot of people out there don't um i know a lot of people believe that the moon landing was a hoax um in fact I do believe I'm going to be doing a like a conspiracy episode here coming up because if you are a friend of mine or you know me, uh, you know that I get pretty deep into conspiracy theories. But I like to uh, approach it with like logic and uh, you know reason and things like that, science. Um, but with it being the 50th year of uh, the moon landing, I took down some uh, some notes because uh, today's episode has to do with influence, and I feel like the faking of the moon landing or the idea of the faking of the moon landing is something that wouldn't be prevalent in today's culture without influence um but it's it's interesting because it's one of those things that blurs those lines uh it's very uh very popular in in the pop culture world uh you have the current red bull commercial which uh, i believe they did for the 50th anniversary of the moon landing i think they did that as a nod uh, but it shows a, a young cartoon character, Neil Armstrong, getting out on the moon, but he's got some wings, because, you know, Red Bull giving you those wings. Uh, so he can't actually make the step onto the moon, and he just floats away. And Houston lets him know, hey, 
it's all it's all good. You can just come on back and we'll film it in our studio. Um, so yeah, you have that, which is in rotation on uh, cable television and all other parts of the world that Red Bull is advertised at. So uh, when you get this, you know, when you get those types of mixed messages, it's kind of hard to really say uh, what is what's real and what's not. You also have Eddie Bravo, the mastermind behind 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu System, uh, a regular on the Joe Rogan podcast. And if you ever listen to the Fight Companions or you ever listen to Eddie Bravo on there, you know that he is a, a, a moon landing denier. Uh, and they've even gone in depth about some of the footage that may have been altered, um, some of the um, stills from a studio that they did practice in. Uh, it's well-known knowledge that the moon landing was practiced in a studio uh, for the sake of them being able to like mimic certain conditions, I guess. Um, not, I don't believe that it was done nefariously or to try to trick the planet into thinking that we were really landing on the moon when in fact we didn't, but who knows. Um, the Mythbusters also had an episode about whether or not the moon landing could be faked, and they, they uh, busted that myth. They said that no, the footage that they have of the moon landing is indeed... Um, of the moon landing and that the conditions in space and all that good stuff line up with science you know but i I really don't know you know i want to i want to be on the side of science and i want to be on the side of reason so i will say that we went to the moon and we landed there and we got that good old uh american flag up there but uh at the same time you never know you know if i ever get into some high-ranking position in, in the government and they they tell me hey you know what we didn't land on the moon i uh i wouldn't be surprised um but you know, it's not it's not just a recent thing either. They've been moon deniers forever. Uh, they've got the famous footage of Buzz Aldrin punching the dude in the face that walked up to him outside of some building and was like, yo, you didn't land on the moon, motherfucker. And Buzz Aldrin was like, here's a punch from outer space, bitch, and knocked him right in his mouth. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to do a, uh, a moon landing episode or a conspiracy episode, and we'll talk about the moon landing. It'll be fun. I'm actually thinking about getting my friend Alex Stranger in here because uh, he's... Uh, 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu Practitioner, shout out Alex, uh, and he's into all that sorts of shit. Also, on a, on like a music note, this band that I was really into back in the day, I'm Abomination, they were really big in like 2008, 2009, 2010 time, time frame, just put out a new uh, song called Alter Terrestrial, by the way, you should go check it out on Spotify. Um, they have a song off their album from 2012, uh, the name of the album is Let the Future Tell the Truth, and the name of the song is called One False Step. And it is about faking the moon landing. So it's definitely something that has resonated all throughout uh, pop culture for whatever reason. Um, but regardless of that, 50 years ago, we did make some history uh, by at least presenting that we landed on the moon. So uh, it's a pretty big deal. Um, I know that they did a whole bunch of uh, different cover stories, obviously, over the last week. Uh, one of them that I thought was really interesting was that they, they actually recorded over the moon landing footage um, with some other footage because... You know, who, who who thinks of uh, backing up or copying, you know, the moon landing so it doesn't get over copied by something? But who am I? I'm just the podcast host. Um, but yeah, that should all tie into the episode theme for today, which is influence. Um, yeah, influence. And this is a, this is a, an episode that I don't necessarily have like an end-all be-all answer at the end of it kind of like I did my management one I don't really necessarily have a um a like firm stance on because I think influence is a very wide topic and I think it's something that can kind of go um several different ways depending on the perspective depending on who is uh 
who was involved, the situation, the scenarios, but I definitely think influence is something people should think about, and I think it's something worth discussing. Um, but if you do remember from last week's episode, we are an official podcast now, so I have some reads to do, but they'll be quick. I promise they'll be out of the way here shortly. The first one is, uh, obviously, this episode is brought to you by the Logan Agency. Logan Agency is a Southern California media agency that focuses on brand growth um, AJ Logan is a mastermind of logo design and, and uh, media management, and he takes your uh, independent project, whatever you may be, whether you're a content creator, an artist, a musician, uh, a podcast host like myself, and he elevates you to that next level. He gets you um, out on all, uh, all streaming platforms. He gets you out on Google, and he gets you out into some main search engines so you can always be found. You can always be looked up just by typing in some keywords. Um, he basically sets your business up or your brand or your um, project, whatever it may be, up for success on the ever-growing interwebs because it can be kind of complicated out there, especially with so many different avenues to go in terms of um, producing your media and putting it out there. And he uh, bubbles it up into one nice little package and sta- gives it the stamp of approval and puts it out there. And I've had some success being a part of the team so far. This is the second episode that is under his umbrella and he is just booming. He's taking on new clients as we speak, but he's also very deliberate in uh, what he does and his approach and who he decides to work with. And it's been an honor to work with him and his team. Um, and I can't wait to, to keep this ship going. So you can check him out at theloganagency.com. Uh, you can actually go over and check all my episodes out on theloganagency.com as well. Uh, he also has his podcast, Any Music Lives Here, where he interviews and introduces you, the fans, to new music. Uh, from around the country and around the world. Uh, he's got actually, I think, two or three new episodes up there with full-length interviews um, of a couple different bands that he's got in his spotlight right now. Um, so yeah, head over there, theloganagency.com, check him out. Um, and then secondly, this episode of the podcast is brought to you block band- by Block Bandanas. Um, yeah, last week I explained it pretty pretty easily, uh, or pretty straightforward, but now I have the official read for Block Bandanas that I'm going to give you guys. Um, it's festival season. What perfect way for your love and excitement of music festivals than getting a bandana? You know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do my own read. <laughs> um, yeah, Block Bandanas, uh, I reached out to them recently because they contacted me through uh, seeing me in some jiu-jitsu tournaments and seeing me uh, get my blue belts. They reached out to me and we kept in touch and I said, hey, you know what? I'm going a hard summer. Uh, I do a yearly podcast. We get down there in in, uh, the biggest capacity that we can. We go out there, we interview people, we take content or we create content from it and we uh, then bring it back to the fans and show you guys what we're all about. And they love the idea, so they jumped on board and they hooked us up with some pretty sweet bandanas. I took some photos on the Instagram, shared them to my Instagram story as well, so you guys can check them out over there. Um, you can also check Block Bandanas out at Block Bandanas, and that's Block with two Ks, B L O C K K, and then Bandanas with a Z dot com. Uh, if you yourself are a festival goer like I am, if you frequent the music festivals throughout the summer, we just had Warp Tour. Disrupt Fest came through Austin. We've got, uh, I believe, the Summer Slaughters coming around here to Austin as well. That's on tour right now. We've got EDC, obviously. We've got um, all the year-end rave festivals. The uh, God, I can't think of the fucking Halloween one that uh, the Insomniac does as well. But we also have Hard Summer coming up. Common Chaos will be there. Me and none other than the Watermelon Jigga. JJ Custer will be there doing our yearly podcast. Um, we have a little bit more access this year, so we're pretty excited about that. 
Um, and we'll be there with block bandanas. We're going to be there with some really nicely handcrafted, uh, high-quality bandanas that Joe Block himself makes. Uh, they're based out of Southern California. You can find them at all the major music festivals throughout the summer. Uh, and right now, you can head over to blockbandanas.com and get yourself 20% off by using the promo code CHAOS. Uh, hey, it's summer, people. Keep yourself looking fly. Go get some bandanas. Blockbandanas.com. That's B-L-O-C-K-K. Bandanas with a Z. Dot com. Use the promo code CHAOS. 20% off. Um, I'm also going to be sharing the bandanas out a lot more as well through some stories so you guys can check them out. I had Becca throw one on and model it and looks phenomenal. Uh, my personal favorites are probably going to be the uh, the Lucy tie-dye, which is like a, a super vibrant, colorful tie-dye one. And then they got a zebra print, which is a black and white with kind of like this off-white back- background color. Um, and they all come with the stamp of Block Bandana's logo on them. Very, very cool. Check them out. Blockbandanas.com. Alrighty, so, influence. Um, Got a lot to say about this today, just because influence, I think, is, uh, it's everywhere. People, we're constantly influenced by outside sources, um, and we're constantly being put under the influence of whether it be substances or emotions or interactions that we have with people, so it's kind of hard to really determine what influence is going to, what you're going to be influenced by, um, what you're influencing or who you're influencing, and really what drives those reactions that we get and what really drives us to be influenced. Um, Of course, I have the definition of it for you guys from the Webster's Dictionary, so check it out. Uh, The definition of influence, the capacity to have an effect on one's character, development, or behavior. The capacity to have an effect on someone or something or the effect itself. Um, You know, this conversation really got a lot of steam. Uh, Last week, I was on Trent Knox, the my buddy Trent, he has a podcast called the Trent Knox Show. I was on an episode called Talking Shop, where he basically just shoots the shit about some random uh, and relevant subjects that are going on in the world. So we were able to sit back and talk for a couple hours. And the subject of influence came up randomly, um, but it was something that I was that I was thinking about. Um, I just got off of my episode about management and, and spoke about you know, how it's really important to be able to manage yourself before you can kind of venture out into the world and expect to manage other aspects. And I think one of the fundamental values of, of being able to manage yourself is really understanding like your moral foundation, your, uh, you know, where your ethics lie, what kind of person you are. Um, I posed a question, well, not really a question, but a comment on Facebook, uh, earlier this week, um, and it said, gun to your head, what do you stand for? And then I kind of went on this rant about politics and some other nonsense. And, you know, it, it got some decent feedback, and it got a lot of people, I think, talking about what the moral foundation that we all hold within ourselves is <clears throat> and what we are, what we expect of ourselves and what our standards are. And I think a lot of people would probably flip-flop on certain situations if there was a, a gun to their head and if they were, you know, seconds away from losing their life. I, I, I always remember growing up, uh, I had obviously several friends that were very religious and in that realm of things. And the idea of like the end of the, the world, the apocalypse, Armageddon, uh, the idea of that is, or at least some versions of it are, uh, the rapture happens, takes away all the believers, they all go to heaven. And then you have the, remaining ones that are here left on the planet and uh they're basically left to make a choice whether or not they believe 
or don't believe uh, or that's like a loose cover of it and it always stuck with me because you know it's it's real easy to say that you're you stand by something and and you support something or you believe in something but then you know you you this fear starts influencing you this fear comes in and you're afraid of losing your life or losing a loved one or somebody dying or being persecuted and you're then changing your mind and you're flip-flopping and you're going back on what you said and you know that's that shows i think a break in character uh i mean we've all probably done it i know that i have in the past and i believe that for me that was a lack of self-awareness a lack of you know truly understanding what i believe in and what i stand for and what i'm willing to fight for and you know you don't really discover that unless you dig deep and really ask those tough questions and i think a lot of people don't do that whether it be uh just because they're afraid to or they're just unaware of that's what it takes to you know draw those fine lines but it's i think there's something to be said for people that are willing to go back on what they say or or go back and forth in their beliefs just for the sake of appeasing people or saying the right thing or getting the attention or um you know whatever it may be and me and me and trent got real deep on this discussion because i i believe my example was that uh, you know, Trump had just got done doing his racist tweets, and it's it's. I'm not just focusing this on Trump. I'm going to focus this on like all politicians for a second. Um, you know, there's several examples of politicians supporting one thing for years and years and years just to get the votes and just to get the the support of the people and be able to run that campaign slogan strong. You know, and then a couple of years later, they change their stance. They change their 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 beliefs on the subject. You know, and and they like to chalk it up to oh well you know, I've changed or I've grown as a person. And that could be the case. You know, people do change. People do grow. People really do see uh, the other side of things and have their ideas and their perspectives and their thoughts changed for sure. I I agree with that. But I think it's just convenient that a lot of the politicians out there tend to do this uh, right when it's fucking campaign season or right when it's voting season and right when it's time to start getting the attention of the of the people. Uh, and it also happens to really hap- it also takes place when you see cultural shifts. Uh, the big one that I like to point out is the gay marriage thing. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was a, a anti-gay marriage for a very, very long time until it became more culturally acceptable uh, in the early to mid-2010s era. And then all of a sudden, she's about it. All of a sudden, she's like, hey, you know what? I support it. It's people's choice. They get to do what they want. Yeah, you were also a fucking politician for like 40 fucking years, and I don't necessarily believe that you all of a sudden believe that gay marriage is okay. No, I think that you're probably still an old batty lady that holds like some really weird fucking old-timey beliefs, and you're saying it for the sake of getting some votes. So, I think that we see that a lot in the public eye. Not from just politicians either. I think we see that from celebrities. I think we see that from uh, any type of notable figure, not even if you're a celebrity, but artists, uh, people that may be in the public eye. And something that we're really being exposed to nowadays is uh, influencers on social media. Uh, so I wrote down a couple of things that I think are our main sources of influence. Obviously, you have um, you know music, movies, you have any type of like media that's put in front of your face, any type of media that's constantly being fed to you uh, through the TV, through fucking radio, your phone, your computer, whatever it may be, you're constantly absorbing media, and that, imme- that media is definitely going to have an influential effect on your behavior. Uh, it's definitely going to probably influence you in certain ways. 
Um, I know that I've been influenced by podcasts that I listen to. I've been influenced by artists. Um, I think one of the we were also me and Trent were also talking about this, but emotional um, emotional perception and and how people react to things emotionally. I think when when people are influenced by what they're being bombarded with on a daily basis, they tend to have this weird, like, emotional reaction to it. You know, they almost stand by it without really understanding why or really understanding what's going on. They, they're, they're fed just the constant content, and for whatever reason, the trigger goes off in their brain, and they all of a sudden start believing this stuff. Um, there's, I think, probably the biggest source of influence is going to be your standard social media, um, whether it be Facebook Instagram, you know, Snapchat, whatever people are on Twitter, there's, there's three types of, or probably just two types of people that are on Instagram, right? You have your social media personalities, you have your influencers, the people that are out there with a million likes and the followers and the comments and this, all this nonsense. And then you've just got kind of like your average people, right? With like a couple hundred followers, their friends, their family. You, you don't really get like any like in between in that you get kind of like different levels to those those sides but it's either your uh you're the people you know a whole lot about your close friends and family or the ones that you have no idea about other than what you see through social media um and whether or not people are being them true selves in social media whether or not they're really cascading their their actual identity through that's to be to be discussed um, i'm not saying that everybody out there is a fraud i'm definitely saying though that i don't think everybody that you're seeing out there is is their genuine selves. Um, another another thing me and Trent talked about was the difference between uh, being influenced by somebody or having somebody be like that role model in your life and whether or not an influencer, and I mean, me and Becca actually talked about this as well. You know, and I, I, I expected to come into this episode uh, guns a-blazing, right? And, and what... Um, what, how to not be influenced by certain things and how to be, I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers to any of that, unfortunately. And what, uh, what made me realize that was sitting down with Becca, me and shout out to my girlfriend, Becca, uh, Beckstra, B-E-C-C-S-T-R-A on, uh, on Instagram. If you guys want to give her a follow, uh, she also is co-host of the Tired Girls Club podcast. You guys can check that out. Um, me and her were sitting down talking about influence and, she, she was talking about how there's everybody's influenced to some degree, which I, I totally agree with. Um, but there's like a cap as to how much you can be influenced and what people's influence really, what type of effect people's influence really has on other people and how people are influenced by, uh, you know, what they see, what they hear. And, and I believe that it's a lot more than, than really what we're seeing. Uh, where she is, she thought that you can only be influenced so much before your like actual mental side kicks in and go, oh no, I don't approve of this or I don't approve of that, and I was calling bullshit. And here's why: I'm a fucking retail manager. <laughs> I am a manager, and I see just the I I see some situations on a daily basis, and I of course I'm the manager, so all the Karens come in and they want to fucking talk to the manager, and I'm the one that's got to deal with them. And me and my counterpart, John Camposano. Uh, you know, we get a lot of the, a lot of the angry, a lot of the festering nonsense, right? And, I mean, a lot of people are fucking on autopilot. A lot of people are just going through life reacting and being emotionally wound up 
by who the fuck knows what, but nonsense, I can tell you that. People come in with just this weird abstract idea of, of how to talk to people are. They come in with this weird idea of, of, of what they're entitled to and, and what they're allowed to say to people and how the world works around them. And I'm, I'm seeing this firsthand, and I don't necessarily know if it's just a collection of like bad attitudes or... or, or or just shitty lifestyles. I don't know what it is, but there's definitely an influence there. And I, I, I honestly believe that that influence comes from those, the people that are, are I'm having these situations with aren't self-aware. They are not focusing on themselves and they're not allowing themselves to, I think, they're not allowing themselves to really dig deep on the issues and real life situations the reality of situations that are going on around them um and i I can speak to that from experience i can speak to that as someone that used to react you know on the drop of a dime just fucking react out of emotion and react out of like anger and react out of not thinking things through clearly and i definitely did not have like a strong foundation a strong moral foundation of what i really wanted to get out of life what i really wanted to get out of my interactions and and what i wanted to get out of my not only myself but whoever i interacted with on a daily basis and it came from this weird clouded judgment and it wasn't until i realized like hey what am i what am i consuming that's that's giving me this weird like weight on my shoulders what am i taking in that's giving me this weird foggy goggle effect um you know and i i can't i'm not going to sit here and say oh i decided not to be influenced and changed my life no 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 that's that's not the case at all but there's a certain transition i believe that happens when you know you are you do become a little bit more self-aware you become a little bit more keen on what your beliefs and what your ideas are and what your thoughts are and then you start digging deeper you start going into well why do i believe these things is it nurture was i brought up in a in a household that you know only was only taught a certain way was i brought up in a household that was you know and this is just an example but it can be an abusive household you know you, you if someone grows up in an abusive household the chance the chances of them being abusive in to their own family as they get older to the environment that they have when they get older is very likely you know and that's all an influence you're being influenced negatively by this external you know these external conditions that as a child you don't have control over you don't have any type of wherewithal of what's going on or how to get out of it or who to talk to or what to what to do to fix it and realistically there's probably nothing you can do you're the child in these situations uh, another topic me and Trent were talking about was, um, you know, inner cities. I feel like this is a, I feel like this is an issue that goes beyond just influence. But for the sake of this this episode and this topic, we'll, we'll keep it short. But you know, you wonder why kids get involved in gangs and and go down these weird paths and go down these these dark places because they don't have a like a support system or proper influences. Um, and this is kind of where the role model conversation kicked in, but but I'll, I'll I'll circle back around to that here in a second. But you know you don't you have all these weird negative influences that are bombarding you as a child, and you don't really have any places to go. You don't have any anybody to seek out or anybody to really trust. And you you go to the only thing that you know. You go to your friends or you go to your clique. You go to your circle that you're in, and and you get involved with what they're involved in. 
and chances are they're not properly influencing you. They're just reacting to the shit that's going on in their daily lives, just like you are, and you get stuck in this rabid, this horrible rabid cycle. You know, parents aren't around because they're working two jobs just to try to support the family, or there's a fucking system in place that's separated them, or what have you. There's all these different, uh, different possibilities, and it's you're left to just be influenced by what is what you're being exposed to. And same goes for adults. Same goes for people that are in shitty situations, shitty uh, relationships, people that are stuck at their jobs that they don't like. You know, the not being aware of what to do to get out of these situations, not being aware of what to do to, you know, better yourself and and really take those steps to being the best that you can be. You know, as, as cliche as that sounds, I, I I truly do believe depends on influence, and it's it even gets worse, in my opinion. Uh, when you like refuse to acknowledge the influence, when you refuse to acknowledge what you're consuming and what you're taking in and how it is affecting you. You know, and this could be for anything. It could be diet. It could be uh, whatever your vice may be. We're talking influence. How, how many people are constantly under the influence, under the influence of a substance, whether it be marijuana, alcohol? You know, I'm a, a fucking fan of marijuana and I'm not going to ever talk negative about weed other than you can smoke too much of it but that's going to be my only negative thing to weed but how many people constantly walk around stone how many people are constantly walking around with this weird perception of reality because they're not fully connected they're either on pills or alcohol or whatever it may be they're on a substance that's altering how they're perceiving things fucking I I just, I I scratch my head at all this and I go, man, this is, you know, and I feel like being a 31 year old man and and being in a situation where I do feel like pretty well connected and and pretty well in touch with myself and and aware of what's going on around me, I fucking, I don't know, I shake my head. I go, I don't, I don't, I don't, I I get it. I get why people are constantly going through the world with all the shit that's going on and all the crazy nonsense that's happening. I get why people go through it with these goggles on, with this weird, uh, visual effect where they're not seeing reality. They haven't taken that red pill yet, right? What I wish I would see, what I wish I could come up with is like an answer or some sort of remedy to, to get people to just stop for like a second and say, hey, what is going on around me that is causing me to be in this situation or that is causing me to feel this way? What is going on around me that is causing me to to be disconnected to the extent where, you know, I'm, I'm in a situation I don't enjoy or I'm around shitty people or I'm around, um, you know, dangerous environments or I'm around people that I can't trust or that yeah, I'm just not happy and being, not being happy. That's a big one. You know, how many, how many kids and teens grow up, you know, being depressed and being without, without friendships and without any type of social circle or support system to be around and all they have constantly around them is negativity and and the downside of things there's almost no hope in that it's almost a recipe for not being able to dig yourself out of that you're just almost stuck and that's a that's a real place being stuck is a very real place um to the the flip side of that to the flip side of that i think there are a lot of people that have power that are influencers right? I'm sure we can all pick a couple influencers. Um, me and Becca actually were talking and she asked me who my like top couple influencers were. And I, I couldn't tell you, I can tell you people that have influenced me. I can tell you people that have definitely, uh, influenced my, 
influence my behavior and my character positively and negatively. I, I can I can look at both sides of that for sure. But I think there's something to be said for people that are in that power situation, right? Let's take politicians, social media influencers, celebrities, musicians, whatever it may be. There's a certain level, I think, of maturity that needs to be had or a certain level of responsibility that is on on your shoulders if you are in the limelight if you do know that there are people that are looking up to you and looking uh looking at you for some sort of guidance even if it's like indirect guidance even if you're not like a mentor or a role model and i i go back to this role model situation because i was asked if i think um influencers are role models and i do not i do not think that influencers are role models however I do believe that a role model should be able to influence you. When I think role models, I think coaches, you know, parents that, that are around, uh, even a parent figure, a parental figure that could be around that is able to positively impact somebody's life, positively influence somebody's life through, you know, teaching them examples of things, teaching them right from wrong, uh, being able to get them out of situations. Uh, I, I know that it, I'm not trying to just stick to the kid and role model thing, but even for you know, people that are out there struggling to start their own business or people that are out there to try to better themselves, they have to find a role model or someone that they can look up to or look to as a, as a light, like a lighthouse or an example to follow uh, in order to truly accomplish, I think, what they're going after, or at least to get the knowledge to accomplish what they're going after. And I think a lot of people think that just because you're an influencer or you have a little bit of social media clout that you're automatically a role model, and that is definitely not the case. Um, I will, I'll use Justin Bieber as an example. Trent said that, uh, asked me if I thought Justin Bieber was a role model, and I said, no, absolutely not. And um, I, the reason I believe that is because I couldn't imagine any 30-year-old person uh, looking up to Justin Bieber. I mean, he's a 22-year-old kid, 23, however old he is, um, you know, living his life, making mistakes that young 20-year-old kids make. Uh, and not to mention he's literally in every household, you know, if you have, if, if you know who, anything about life, you know who Justin Bieber is, uh, he was obviously thrusted into flame, into fame, into flames, maybe he was thrusted into flames, you know, can only wish, um, he was, uh, thrusted into fame at a very young age, uh, and hasn't left. He hasn't left. He's literally been an icon since he was like 10 years old and has been in the public eye since he was very, very young. Never really got the chance to experience a lot of things that kids growing up get to experience normal, right? He experienced them in some weird context because he was famous and he fucking has adoring fans constantly trying to get at him and women and everybody's just throwing themselves at him because he's Justin fucking Bieber. I'm not hating on Justin Bieber. I think he's doing a phenomenal job. I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, you know, I think he's definitely fucking killing the game. He obviously was killing the game for a long time. He's Justin fucking Bieber. Is he a role model? I wouldn't look at look to him as a role model. Is he an influencer? Absolutely. Absolutely, he influences people. He influences people's emotions. He influences people's decision making. Um, and he has a lot of people that look up to him and look to him for some sort of guidance. I think a lot of those people are probably under the age of 30. They're probably seeking the same things that he has fame, uh, you know, his musical ability, his talent, whatever it may be. He is probably looked to to some degree. But do I think he is a shining example of a role model? No, I don't. Uh, because again, I think a role model is someone that is there to set a, a right example and not to say that Justin Bieber's done anything that 
I mean, I, I don't approve of everything that he's done, but he's made some fucking shitty decisions, right? Vandalizing houses and uh, being causing ruckuses as during, while paparazzi are coming after him and starting fights, and he gets a little out of hand. And again, I don't blame him. He didn't grow up with a normal life. He didn't grow up probably with a proper role model to show him how to get things done, to show him how to accomplish things and how to react in certain situations. Um, you know, and I feel that that goes full full circle. I feel that you have a product of not having a role model, not having proper influences in your life, and you get Justin Bieber. Is he the worst person on the planet? Absolutely not. Um, does he have the opportunity to grow and the opportunity to change some things about his life for the better? I believe so, as we all do. Again, not throwing any shade. Just trying to paint that picture, because it's a, it's a picture that I don't think a lot of people are willing to acknowledge, uh, and I think a lot of people are also, I think they're scared. I think they're scared to really sit back and ask themselves what they stand for and what they believe in and what, what, where their moral foundation is. And once people start figuring that out, um, I think they're going to start looking at influencers a little bit differently. And I think they're going to start... Um, maybe taking themselves a little bit more seriously, uh, taking themselves a little bit more, holding themselves up to like a higher standard. Because once you have something that you can hold fast behind, or uh, I don't know, I I got mixed up there, but once you have something that you can stand really, really strong behind, it kind of gives you that that confidence, that that little boost um, that you need to start making other decisions in your life and start looking at things a little bit differently, uh, for the sake of just, you know, getting out of a, out of a funk or for the sake of trying something different and and enjoying it or getting out of a a shitty situation. Um, yeah, that was long winded. I'm going to take a sip of water. You, you guys have a breath. Take it easy for a second. Don't go anywhere though. It's also past midnight here, so it's now July 22nd, and I'm doing a fucking podcast. I had to watch the season finale of Big Little Lies. I don't know if anybody has watched HBO after Game of Thrones ended. By the way, I was severely disappointed in the Game of Thrones ending. Uh, I hated that last season, and I hated it. I just hated it. It was almost as bad as Dexter. Um, Dexter's final season. What other final seasons have been garbage? fucking Game of Thrones, it was, it was horrible, it was god-awful, it, it makes me, it, it, it makes me afraid for what they're gonna do for the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars series, because I know that the writers got the rights to that, right, and they're gonna be, um, they're gonna be taking that over and doing their own thing, and the f- talk and the talk is that they were rushing, they rushed through the season so they could get to Star Wars and start working on that, um, but it, it, it makes me worried, it makes me worried how that's gonna turn out. Um, but yeah, no, so, um, you know, I honestly think I talked about everything that I was going to touch on, uh, what I wanted to end with is that it, it, again, it really, really matters, uh, what, what you're willing to, to kind of believe in, what you're willing to take in and accept as, as, as your beliefs and your, um, what your expectations of yourself are, and I, I honestly believe that we're we're influenced constantly. We're not ever going to control it. Uh, we're not ever going to be able to completely block out influence. You know, I've been influenced by love, by anger, by fear, 
by anxiety. I've been influenced by anything and everything, and just as everybody I believe is. But there is, you you have the ability to take that step back and go, why am I being influenced by these things? And is it is it good for me? Is it good for me? Is it good for my soul? Is it good for my heart? Is it good for my energy? Is it good for all that? all that woo-woo nonsense and is it good for other people because don't forget you are an influence as well uh you influence your partner in a relationship you influence uh, kids if you have them you know if your your co-workers your peers people that you interact with i can guarantee that the shitty people i deal with on a daily basis um a lot of them probably had someone cut them off in traffic they probably had somebody uh, that was rude to them, you know, getting up in the morning. And, and even I have to sit back and I, I have to tell myself, you know, these people are going through day, going through today just like I am. They could have woken up late. They could have had an argument with a loved one. They could have lost somebody. They could have been in a situation that I know nothing about. And, um, you know, I got to make sure that I'm not letting them influence my day and have that effect on me because then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to respond to somebody differently and I'm going to have a reaction to someone and that's going to in turn influence them. This is a whole chain reaction uh, on the micro level, you know, on the, on the level of the one-on-one interactions you might have with someone behind a counter to the grand scale to, you know, sitting down and listening to somebody share their ideas and their thoughts and how they're going to how they're going to better the country or how they're going to, you know, make your life easier or how they're going to help you, how they're going to uh, affect other people, you know, that, that those kinds of things resonate with everybody. And the higher up you get on that scale, the higher you get in the public eye and the, the longer range your voice is able to connect, the more ears that your voice gets to, the more... The more eyes that see you in the public eye, I honestly believe you have a responsibility to uh, to have some sort of a moral and ethical backbone. And I think you need to, if you're ever in that situation, if you ever get to that place where you uh, you do have the masses looking at you and listening to you, you know, as long as you're true to yourself, you can't go wrong. Um, but to the same degree, there's, there's a level of decency and I think a level of, uh, of, I don't know, there's just, there's a, there's a way it can be done and I see a lot of bad examples of it. I see a lot of bad examples of it and, you know, I think it, it has to do with people just not being fully aware and, I don't think we'd necessarily see it to the extremes that we see it. I don't think we would necessarily see people being as influenced as they are if people were more aware of themselves. And when you start getting people that are uh, aware of what they want and what they believe in, the the nonsense influence that is being broadcast will eventually drown out because people are going to smell through that bullshit and... Uh, they're going to be able to make their own opinions and make their own thoughts and uh, stand by them, you know? And hey, if, if it doesn't mean you have to agree with everybody, it doesn't mean that your thought or your stance has to be something that everybody agrees with, but gun to your head, is it really what you're going to stand by? Is it really what you're going to, what you're going to take to the grave? Because 
it's important. It's very important. And uh, people will definitely start th- seeing through that bullshit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, that is today's episode. Appreciate you guys tuning in once again. Um, this Coming up this week, I'm going to have two more episodes. Um, I'm doing a special like environment episode because I'm currently in a uh, science class. And I have to do this project where I'm out in, in nature and I'm soaking it all in and I'm one with the earth and I'm, I'm loving the mother and I'm caressing her and I'm listening to all her beautiful sounds and I'm taking it all in. Um, and then I get to uh, make my own little project thing. You know, I get to have a creative outlet in how I, I share that with the rest of my class. So I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast about my time in nature, uh, what I took from it. Uh, and then I'm also going to throw in just some other tidbits that I, that I got out of the class that I learned. Um, some things that surprised me, some things that I had no idea about. And then uh, I also had to reduce my uh, ecological footprint by reducing my carbon emissions and uh, getting better at my water, uh, my water waste and more uh, more sustainability within my life. So uh, I did that for the last five or six weeks. Um, so you guys are going to hear about that. Fill you in on a couple different things there. And then I have my buddy Andrew, Andrew Ramirez, Biggs. He's coming to visit me. He's coming down. Uh, so he'll be on the podcast as well. I don't really know what we're going to talk about yet, but it should be a good one. Um, me and him did a podcast last year called, uh, it's n- like it's not relevant or something. I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, but me and him sat down and he complained for two hours about how nothing is relevant. And uh, he's he's going through some shit, so we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about it uh, like we all are. We're going to sit down and have a pretty deep conversation. Uh, maybe be under the influence of some alcohol too, so who knows. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me, guys. CommonChaos.net for um, all the episodes. You can also check me out on Instagram, Twitter, uh, The Common Chaos. Uh, my personal is of Brian of Death. Instagram, Twitter, uh, the Common Chaos.net for uh, or Common Chaos.net for all the episodes. The LoganAgency.com for all the episodes as well. You can get me on Spotify, Stitcher, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, fucking Spotify, and any other major streaming platform. I'm out there. Listen to me. Uh, Hey, if you guys enjoy this, I'd really appreciate feedback, uh, comments, likes, shares, whatever you guys can give. Um, My goal is to get this to as many people as I can so it can help people. I honestly believe that this uh, this is a good thing for people to hear, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback since I've been back on a roll, uh, I think we're like two or three dep- episodes deep with, uh, with just getting things going. We're, we're staying consistent here, and I've gotten a ton of feedback, and I appreciate it. You guys are the reason that I keep doing this, uh, and every new conversation I have about a topic or every new idea that gets thrown my way or uh, every new thing somebody throws at me, I just I start going, and that keeps me fired up and keeps me ready. So I appreciate you. I love you. Until next time, I'm out. This was a Logan Agency production. For more, visit us at theloganagency.com.